Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts About the Ville Di. Of course, I am your host, the Ville Di. Who else would it be here hosting the show? You feel me? So today, um, got a couple topics I'm gonna touch on. Gonna talk about that old, that good old iPhone glitch that everybody's been talking about. Gonna touch on the story of the Empire actor who was assaulted. Allegedly by MAGA supporters. And what else are we going to talk about? I think I might touch on... I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get into that. So I'm not even going to mention it at this time. But first, first and foremost, let me tell y'all about the, the, the hazardous winter storm of Atlanta 2019. So as I told y'all yesterday... They had reported that we might get some snow in Atlanta, in the Atlanta area, the Atlanta area, the metro Atlanta areas, and a little bit further down into, you know, some other parts of Georgia. But I already knew these these reports was kind of shaky because it went from uh, snow to ice to rain, but they closed all the schools down and everything and. Monday and Tuesday, everybody was talking about how they weren't going to come to work on to well, Monday, everybody was talking about how they weren't going to come to work because they weren't going to drive on the ice and this and that and people can't drive in the snow. And guess what happened? Not a damn thing. I woke up probably around 738 and it was raining. So I was like, okay, we're probably not going to get snow, but we might get some ice. Rain to a probably, I'm going to say around noon, maybe 1 o'clock, it rained and it stopped. Then a little later on, the sun came out. It became very apparent very quickly that there was not going to be any snow. It even warmed up. So, yeah, that was our hazardous winter storm that they shut the city down for as they always do i mean people from the from from my job was going out and getting hotel rooms so that they could be back in the morning yeah see with my company once you read a certain status level and it is seen as you know important that you are able to be back in your location the next day they will provide you with a hotel room so that you don't have to go back to wherever you're from because a lot of people are commuting, you know, an hour or more to come here and work. So they'll put you up in a hotel so you don't have to go through that. People went out and got hotel rooms and everything and then nothing, nothing at all. So they're trying to get these, we're trying to get these rooms refunded. And speaking of hotel rooms, man, I heard a story about a guy who had reserved a hotel room here for the Super Bowl. I think they said for a year or like two years he had this room reserved and the Rams came through and bought out the whole hotel. So the hotel basically told him, we got nothing for you. They gave him some reward points and sent him out. He had to go book like several different hotels to, uh, you know, he was here for 10 days and he had to book several different hotels to complete his stay. I think that's kind of messed up because... I know these are the NFL team and everything, but their money's no greener than mine. And if I reserve that room, I think I should have the right in the first pick of that room. But that's neither here nor there. Let's get into this whole iPhone glitch. If you haven't heard, on the 28th, it started, the word started to circulate around that 
there was a glitch happening with the FaceTime group chat that if you if you FaceTime someone and went in and added yourself to that call again, it would activate the other person's mic and you could get access to their front facing camera without them even answering the phone. Now, if you're a person like me who hate FaceTime anyway, I absolutely hate FaceTime. The only person that I ever even bother wanting to FaceTime is my daughter, especially since she went to California. I will FaceTime her. But other than that, I, uh, FaceTime to me is pretty pointless. Like, I don't want to, I barely want to talk to people on the phone. So I definitely don't want to look at you and talk to you on the phone. But so iPhone, Apple, uh, their answer to the problem was they disabled the group chat for now while they're working on putting out another a update that's going to, uh, you know, eliminate that, hopefully. So uh, let me check right quick and see if they if they sent out a new software update. Nah, they haven't sent out another update yet. But either way, they sent that they're going to send out an update to stop that. And I was thinking, man, I wonder how many like relationships was run. Not just relationship as in man and woman, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband and wife, but like business relationships and friendships that was ruined because of that. Because I'm pretty sure once the word got out that you could do this. People were probably jumping on their left and right to, uh, you know, go and see who's, see whose conversations they could get into, see whose phone, you know, uh, camera they could get into and see what people were doing and what they were talking about. I mean, imagine the possibilities of that to be able to FaceTime your boss while he's in the office having a conversation that you're not supposed to be a part of and, and, and gaining access to that conversation man that's some high-tech spy type of stuff going on right there man i wonder if there's any gonna be any we'll probably know eventually shortly because they uh i was just wondering you know are, is anybody gonna try to pursue any type of legal moves against apple for that because something you know some information got exposed or stolen uh via using that glitch man the technology is getting out of hand in the first place man i get the whole facetime thing it's cool to be able to uh you know see people when you're talking to it i get it i understand it but man technology is becoming too much and the more stuff that they keep cramming into these devices the more advanced these uh devices get you know it just increases the chances that something weird and freaky like this can happen and it did and it's no telling what else is going on like that you know it's no telling who's uh you know smart tvs or alexa is is able to be tapped into or your xbox live or something like that conversations being able to be tapped into i wouldn't be surprised at all i remember back when um my daughter was first born and we had the we had the uh baby monitor we had the baby monitor joining in, in the house and if you got on that baby monitor we could actually hear neighbors phone conversations for some reason that baby monitor would pick up our neighbors phone conversations and you could hear them clear as day you know because and the reason why i knew was uh just one day you know i hear this mumbling and rattling on the on the on the baby monitor and i go in the room and 
you know, my daughter's not making any noise. There's no TV on, anything. And so I pick, I pick it up, and I just, you know, start paying attention. The next time it, it doesn't, and I realize, man, I'm listening to these people talk on the phone. They don't even know it. It's all type of little, little weird stuff like that that happens, man. But, you know, it is what it is when it comes to that. You know, guard yourself. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm saying you know a lot. I need to stop saying you know so much, man. I feel like I can have this conversation with you guys. We're all family at this point, right? Yeah, I'm saying to you know way too damn much. And now I'm kind of rambling, and I don't want to give y'all no fluff. So let's take a second out to uh, listen to me talk to you guys about my sponsor. And then I'll come right back, and we'll keep this show rolling. So the next story I want to talk about, Jesse Smollett from that show Empire. You've probably seen it. Maybe you haven't. But either way, he was attacked in Chicago by two men wearing ski masks that approached him and asked him, aren't you that derogatory F word that we use against homosexuals? And from Empire, he's like, yeah. And the guys attacked him, beat him up, poured bleach on him, put a noose around his neck, all while, you know, yelling racial slurs and homophobic slurs. And some people say that they mentioned something about MAGA uh, during this confrontation. And, you know, roughed him up and he was able to, they left him. He was able to drive himself to the hospital and everything. And he's, you know, fine. You know, how damn dare I go again. Let me take a sip. He's fine and everything. But what struck me as interesting about this story is almost immediately MAGA supporters jumped out of the woodwork saying that these guys, you know, had nothing to do with MAGA and just just because somebody screams out MAGA while they're doing something doesn't mean that they're supporters which is absolutely true this is absolutely true like I could go punch in a, a guy in the face and say blood gang that doesn't mean necessarily that I'm in the gang or that I support the gang I could just be trying to start some stuff but it, I just find it interesting that people uh, without knowing any further details about who the people even were just jumped out the window and, and tried to dismiss that and then we, i saw people a whole youtube videos of people uh trying to disprove this story saying you know in in chicago it was this these degrees and so these guys were just walking around with ski masks and nooses and bleach and sounds too premeditated and so on and so forth look we have to accept the fact that there are some sick people out there MAGA supporters or not that are riding around looking for things to do it happened back in the day it still happened today it never stopped i commented on someone's facebook post when they when they showed that and it was like oh this is sad the world was coming to my and i told him it, it never stopped it's always been out there. This type of stuff has always been happening. There hasn't been a time where this wasn't happening. It's just more, gets more light shined on it because the media doesn't do um, as good a job as tucking it away as they would when the country was uh, more influenced by hate groups and more, you know, prone to try to sweep these type of incidents under the rug. We're just seeing it more. 
and it shocks me. What shocks me is that we live in a in a society and we have a way of thinking nowadays to where we don't want to believe anybody when somebody says something happened to them, especially something bad. It used to be that people, you know, you tell a good story about, yeah, I met, I went out to the store yesterday, and guess who was there? LeBron James. He was there buying a smoothie and some Chico sticks, and we'd be like, nah, I won't believe that. Now people can say, I got beat up, have the bruises and everything, and people will just be like, no, I don't believe that publicity stunt, so on and so forth. Like when the kid 6'9 got kidnapped, people immediately jumped out the window and said, oh, yeah, he's got an album coming out, so he did this, this, and that. Let's stop. We got to take people, what people say, at face value initially, and then wait for the investigation to get followed through before we start trying to disprove what people are saying. I'm just going to put that out there. Now, let's get into the What DeVille Thinks segment of the show. If you don't know, the What DeVille Thinks segment is where I take different topics or questions or whatever from people in the audience, the listeners. You can get them to me at Thoughts by DeVille, DI, the Facebook page. You can hit me up on Instagram, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I. You can hit me up at DeVille DI, at DeVille DI on Twitter and you know, tag me in or message me the topics you want me to speak on and I'll speak on. Now, this one was one that came from Facebook. Uh, recently, Future did an interview where I can't remember the show, but it's a show where they take celebrities and they talk about fashion. They talk about sneakers. Really, it's mostly about sneakers. They talk about sneakers and then after they talk about sneakers, the celebrity usually goes through the store and buys some sneakers. So Future was on this show. And he spent $38,000 on sneakers just in this one show. Well, not just sneakers. Sneakers for him, sneakers for his daughter, um, clothes, stuff like that. He was just going through there buying stuff. $38,000, dropped that bag right there, right there. He said that he spends around $200,000 a month just on clothes. And, you know, his friends and family will come over and just go in his closet and Whatever they can fit, they can have it because he has that many clothes. Says he shops every day. Now, a friend posted this and said, hey, what uh, What did he say? He said, this is okay as long as you're not a pastor. Alleging that, um, alleging that if it was a pastor that had to do it, people would have had a lot to say about it. But he's, um, he's not. He's a rapper. So nobody cares. Someone messaged me and asked me to speak on what I think about this statement and I think it's true it's a true statement to me because and it's a difference we have to acknowledge the differences in the situations one we're talking about a rap artist who goes out tours records music does promos all this different type of stuff to earn his money so he spends it in whatever way he sees fit versus a pastor who's a lot of time is on the salary of the church who a lot of times their salary is paid by of course they get their their um you know their breaks from the state and the state type funding that some of these churches get and but most of it comes from the congregation donating and paying into the church so yes of course if we saw a pastor out there Spending two hundred thousand dollars a week, dropping thirty eight thousand on one shopping trip, 
people eyes would would turn because people's heads would turn because you're a pastor now. If you have your own business or whatever, whatever you're doing, whatever you want to do with your money, no one will care. But when you're a public figure like a pastor and people see you running around dropping this type of bag on clothes, knowing that little Annie Mae just gave you her last hundred dollars and she can barely, you know, she's on fixed income and is barely getting by and you're out here dropping bags on sneakers. Yeah, people are going to look at you funny. Now, yes, these people walk into church and they get this money of their own free will. I'm not knocking that, but all I'm saying is, yes, people would have probably have something to say about it if it was a pastor. And that's all I'm going to say on that. And let's get into the morning discipline, because that's why you're here, right? I hope that's why you're here. Someone asked me, this is <laughs> kind of is a DeVille, what DeVille thinks, too. Someone asked me, why did I switch the show? From morning motivation to morning discipline. I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again because I like to give my people what they ask for. See, motivation. I used to want to motivate people, but motivation is so so fickle. It's so petty, right? Anything can motivate you. You can wake up in the morning and the sun could be shining in your room just the way you like it and it motivates you. Your kid could say something to you. Or look at you a certain way and it motivates you. Someone can give a speech. You can listen to a video, a song, whatever. And you can get motivated. Motivation is easy to come by. Staying motivated is the hard part. Because motivation is going to fade. That song is only going to get you hype and ready to go for so long. Those speeches are only going to work for so long. Especially if you're not enjoying what you're doing. At that point where the motivation starts to die out. And... You know, you need to find a way to keep going. That's when you're going to need discipline. Discipline is the most important part of the progress, whether you're trying to lose weight, whether you're trying to start a business, whether you're trying to do a podcast, whatever you're trying to do, the discipline is going to make the difference. The guy who is in the gym taking 100 shots a day, 1,000 shots a day, he's the guy who's going to be successful because he has the discipline to get in there and do that every day. It's easy to get motivated and jump out the window and get a good start on something. But how long is that going to last? How long are you going to be able to keep it up? That's what's going to separate the champions from the chumps at the end of the day. So that's why I try to help you guys discover ways to be more disciplined in the things that you're doing in your endeavors so that you can get that long-lasting success. Now, take this information and do with it whatever you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated. Either way, you made a difference. Get you a good breakfast in your stomach because you're going to need it while you're out here getting shit done. Thank you for tuning in to the VLDI. Thoughts by the VLDI. Do me a big, big, big favor and get out there and have an amazing day.